that you are acting as a translator for uh, for these creatures you know it's yeah. you you go and you are in some ways listening to them not so much maybe speaking but listening to them and that's yeah. a great act you know to listen and uh, and you are bringing bringing them to us you know to the general public um, and uh, you are you are doing this translation work so I was thinking what what do you think they are saying or um, what yeah. what what is the kind of stories that that they are telling you and that you you feel so yeah. uh, passionate about? Yeah, them. I think uh, you know when you, for example, meet. Uh, I remember when first time I looked a uh, cod in the eye. Uh, it, she came up to the surface and because uh, I was recording and I heard a grunting sound happening, you know, so I know I knew that the she already was there. So suddenly just came up and I had on eye contact, you know, so I, I realized from the right in the beginning I did start to do this, you know, that the fish are really curious, you know. They come, and then first time I was swimming um, underwater on a reef because I in Norway we, you know, the the reefs are quite deep. But uh, I was in Belize, and I was swimming for the first time. Uh, for me, around in the reef, I suddenly had two fish looking straight at me, you know, and I was like, "Whoa, shit!" You know, eye <laughs> contact with the fish, you know. So you start to really feel kind of connected in that way. Uh, of course, when I hear the sound, I know that they are there, but I don't often see them because I will be recording from above water with the long cables into the water. Because if, if I am in the water, one thing is that they probably would, you know, um, uh, you know, they will hear me very well with all my bubbles and things, and they also uh, would be reacting to that, and uh, I will not be able to hear them because I make so much sound myself, mm -hmm. and also, and we don't hear very well on the water. We can use yeah. our skull, you know, mm -hmm. you can maybe just lie in the water and you can listen uh, to the crackling sounds, you know, and you can do that too as well next time you're swimming um, or even just putting an oar to your head to the, bo using bone conduction into the water. Mm -hmm. You can start to hear if you concentrate very well these kind of crackling sounds. Uh, so uh, I can, like you say, I'm <laughs> I'm mainly listening, and uh, but I have also been like in visual, 
contact, you know, with our meeting eye to eye to fish. And uh, uh, I didn't say in the beginning, I forgot everything I was supposed to, was thinking I would say before the concert because I met a um, pilot whale, uh, the kind of, this kind of massive rumbling kind of echolocating, low frequency echolocating uh, sound you heard in the beginning was a pilot whale that came up to the boat. So he was um, uh, in checking out the boat with his kind of sound, you know. And then a uh, little bit later, he went over to a buoy and he started to do this high pitch uh, thing that you recognize more as a pilot whale, this kind of high pitch whistle sounds. So he had a very different sound to us in the boat than he had to a buoy where he liked, I think he liked to listen to him because there's an echo there, it's a deep fjord in Norway. So, uh, but what they are saying, you know, for me, I don't know, you know, of course we, we don't know, and I don't, uh, but I feel very much with the movement of the bodies and the, you know, the, the way you, they look, you know, how they react. This is a very, also communication, you know, mm -hmm. so you, you interact somehow, I try always to be, uh, you know, quiet and not too intrusive and I wouldn't just go and swim all the time with the, the, the whales, you know, just rather just observe.
caring for nature or for the land, it doesn't mean that we must, you know, go into every forest and every remote place. Or no, you know, yeah. sometimes we need to, to keep some distance. Yeah. So yeah. so it's you know we can make stories and fabulate about this by being here and and thinking of this. Mm. We don't need to be exactly you know, so close. No. Because yeah, of course that that might might scare them. Or yeah. Uh, or you know. I think like there's a lot of things this uh, this kind of <laughs> year you know not traveling so much and being in my studio and I'm I have a lot of birds around and seeing a whole year ago and the birds that come back and you know these wood pigeons that came back and they were mating at the same the couple mating at the same branch as the year before <laughs> and you know you just don't need to travel that far to also start to observe and listen uh, very close in the neighborhood so um, I think it's uh, also a very question about just, you know, focus and be aware of is this bird, you know, a crow has all very many different sounds and uh, uh, what do you call it, um, you know, the, like the jackdaws or the, or the, uh, the great tits, you know, or the different, different birds, they have different sounds for different stuff. Mm -hmm. And I uh, have like a, the tits, you know, they are, they are calling now me, they recognize me, you know, and it's like, <laughs> they want some food, you know. So it's like you start to sort of, yeah. And I think if you go back and back and back to the same place, you start to have a, you mm -hmm. know, relationship. Yes, exactly, exactly. But this um, work that you presented today, yeah. the, the spring bloom, yeah. right? Um, so this this is very close to nature and it's it's um, it's very close to you know listening and to telling stories and to mm. um, actually I was thinking maybe you are one of the first people at least that I'm aware of that uh, was able to you know bring me these sounds as as uh, of these animals which animals and beings and you know the planktons and and uh, which we don't know, you know, it's, uh, yeah. I, I haven't known them, but it's, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's, it's amazing that you can archive it and, and bring it and mm -hmm. bring and bring them um, through sound. But I'm, I'm thinking also as, uh, I was thinking also that uh, it's very beautiful, this, uh, and the sounds are, they are amazing, you know, to listen to all these creatures and, you know, to the, I don't know what is happening no. or who they are. <laughs> no, I think that's okay. <laughs> I think it's also okay to not know sure. what it is not and knowing. just sort of just float into just accepting that I'm not knowing. You know? yeah, but because you will often, we are like that. We want to find, you know, this sounds like this, this sounds like that. This is how we are, you know, as human beings. We want to understand it. So we mm -hmm. try to connect it to something in our memory. Uh, and which can be a bit difficult with some of these uh, sounds, but I've, I've experienced there was one guy and he came to me uh, after, you know, I, I met him and he said, oh, you know, I was swimming the other day and I heard this crackling, you know, oh. that was in your, and I know, I noticed because I'd heard it in the recording that mm. I had been to part of one of my releases. So that's like, yes, great. Because I really want that to people to actually listen outside, you know, to really mm. and then enjoy the listening process and being aware. And I think that's something that's so nice here in Braga with the areas, with the um, uh, pedestrian areas, you mm -hmm. know. And there's one place with a, there's a water, uh, it's like a kind of, by the, I think it's by the university, uh, mm. but the old building, just this pedestrian street, and then you have this, 
there's a fountain in mm. the middle. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, a garden. Like, yeah, and uh, not a garden. No. Yeah, it's just it's okay. just uh, stone. Oh, oh yeah, sure. It's a town hall, town hall mm -hmm. uh, plaza, no? Yeah, no, it's yeah. yeah. But you know when you go uh, when you go from the the open uh, gate, you know, from the mm -hmm. kind of bottom, mm -hmm. and you go you up go up that, mm -hmm. and it's on the left hand side. Sure. Yeah, yeah. There's like that square. I was mm -hmm. sitting there the first day I was here. And it's it's so nice to listen there because the way that people are you know speaking and mm -hmm. the bus and there's like it's a, somebody must have thought about that I think when it was built that it's a good it's a good place to sit yes yeah yeah it's so yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, we. I mean, you might notice there in the in these both these pieces, there's loads of human-made sound. It's like a big, um, a big boat there. It's actually a research boat because it's a little bit. You know, I'm thinking. You know, when we go in and research something, yeah, we go and research something. We we make a lot of sound. You know. With big ships, or you, we go in and we're supposed to go in and look at very small detailed things, and we already make so much noise. Mm -hmm. You know, when we come and look at something very small. Uh, but I think if people knew how destructive all the sound we put on the water is, I think there would be much more, uh, much more restrictions on that. You know, because I don't really think people want to be so destructive. You know, as mm. as just having a small boat is already a problem for uh, uh, mm -hmm. fish. You know, for the fish living in that sh even shallow water surrounding. <laughs> Places are oh, yeah. actually creating, uh, you know, yeah. they're they're the basis for our the breathable oxygen. air, yeah, for yes. the oxygen. Yeah. And um, the the blooms they are like uh, destroying this. Oh, the blooms. This, this, yeah. Yes, this is it's a bit complex because, because you, you went know, to record these uh, events, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. I was there while there was spring bloom. It will see that there's a lot of um, uh, photosynthesis happening. You know, so um, you know, uh, carbon dioxide. Uh, well, oxygen is produced, but the oxygen for the underwater. You know, it's like for the underwater environment to to have enough oxygen, and then uh, the phytoplankton gets eaten by the zooplankton, and they poo and they die. So they fall into the benthic layers and get stored there as carbon, you know. Mm -hmm. So there's a carbon sink that's very important. Mm 
because it gets there into the benthic layers and it stays there as carbon. And um, so this, uh, it's like the plants on the, you know, above water. And we have the photosynthesis and uh, that's producing oxygen for mm. us to breathe. So, um, of course, the, yeah, so it's a whole, it's connected, of course, but, and it's super important that this can keep happening. And what's a bit worrying is that, you know, when there's no ice, there will not be the phytoplankton uh, that will, uh, li that lives in the ice or kind of blooms from the ice. Mm. Uh, it will be totally different with open waters, you know, and, um, and not anywhere to, for them to, to be. So it will influence the whole food web. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. This kind of dropping sound that I was actually going to say was well, it's it's the bearded seal. So it's got as a mammal that it mm -hmm. makes that sound on the water. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, there's a there's really quite a lot of them up there. I'm going there again now in in May to wow. record them again. So that's exciting. Yeah, I hope really it's exciting. going to work. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like a bit like a dog in the end, more yeah. through the end. There was a dog there. Oh, okay. There was <laughs> some dog in about in the middle. There was the, these are Greenland dogs. It's <laughs> it's part of the Pacific Dawn piece, uh, and and I think some dogs are also on energy field. It's from Greenland. Mm. The Greenland dogs. Because I had in my head, I have this sort of Pacific Dawn. But you travel from the icy waters in and up on land, and you go with a dog sleigh, mm -hmm. a sledge, dog sledge. Uh -huh. So that's a bit, and then you have this sort of whistling, melodic sound, which is uh, made by the wind. But to me, it sounds like uh, some kind of folk tune. I just put the string uh, between two branches and uh, put a contact microphone on the string and let the wind just blow the string and it sounds like ooh, like this kind of folk tune you know to me <laughs> and uh, it makes sense because i think we make the folk songs from uh, uh, you know from, from sounds stuff that we hear yeah. you know this is yeah. what we like and we like sound from nature no? yes so yeah <laughs> oh, that's beautiful yeah cool is that okay yeah